I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Shaden Smith, here with your lovely co-host. Colton Davidson. Put a lot of emphasis in things this time. I yeah. feel like it needs it. Yeah, like you're emphasizing things with your voice and with your hands. You're like punching your legs every time you talk. I've had a good day, so I'm I'm just excited and energetic about this podcast. Yes. I'm ready for this to, to happen. Shaden, I am so ready. And I know, and I know how. Okay. Speaking of enthusiasm, I know how much you love this Thunder player, Alex Abrinas. So I've got, oh. I've got some Alex Abrinas trivia for you. Okay, I okay. All right, you it's ready for this? Are you ready for this? Not really, but let's do what it. What was the name of the Euroleague team that he played for until the Thunder signed? Uh, they drafted him and they oh, got him over. Gosh. So what was the team? That he spent three years with three. Yeah. Four, excuse me, four years with this club before he finally was able to sign with the Thunder. Oh, goodness. I really feel like I should know this, yeah. but I don't know this at all. Um, I'm going to say he played with the... They had to have been probably the the best-looking guys of all time. Yeah. And probably the greatest basketball players of all time. Uh, I'm going to say the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to just tell you? I don't, I really it's don't a, know. It's it's a it's a it's a city. Oh, it's a it's, city. It's a, it's a what team it, in Spain. What it, okay, it's team in Spain. It's a what's a city in Spain? I don't know. Uh, I, I know. I have got two at the top of my head, but one of them is the city that he played for, so I can't give them to you. Uh, Madrid. No, he didn't. He played for FC Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona, he, I should have known they, that. It's like he, dream team, boy. He played four years for them, and they won, he won three titles. One Spanish, and, uh, and then... Yeah, basically, it's all... He, anyway, whatever. He won one Spanish title? He won, three, he, won three, he won three titles with the club. One Spanish, one Spanish Kings Cup, and one Spanish Super Cup. I don't know what those mean. The Spanish Super Cup. The Spanish, yeah, the, the very prestigious Spanish Super Cup. I'm really considering just saying screw the NBA and just getting into Spanish basketball. Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, that's well, now I can't cotton. because Abrinas plays in the NBA, so I have to. Yeah, I'll just yeah, only follow yeah, Abrinas. Yeah, just, just Abrinas. I'm like, going to set my phone for only Abrinas updates. There you go. And it's just about everything that he does. I like, I like the life that you lead. <laughs> It's a hard life, but it's my life. So, Shaden, some quick high notes from the Thunder's last preseason game against the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Um, Abrinas played, and he played really well. Uh, Patterson was inactive, and so was Felton. I'm still a little bit concerned that Patterson hasn't played at all this preseason. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's a piece that we desperately are gonna need to come off the bench. He's gonna be vital to that bench's success this offseason. This I year. completely agree with you. Are you worried about it, or? What uh, I mean, it's a little bit worrisome just because we haven't seen him play and we haven't seen him get on the court with the other guys. Yeah, but, uh, and his, is his knee any good? You know. Yeah, it, that is also kind of worried about. But I think he will play a big role. But I think we'll be able to do without him for a little while. And even whenever he comes back, trying to like recuperate and get back mm-hmm. with the team, I think we'll be fine. But uh, his his presence is definitely going to be felt whenever he gets out yeah, there. So. So I, I think he'll do something for us, but right now I don't think it's that big of an issue. I think we should really be worrying about it whenever we hit like halfway through the season. But right now I think we're fine, and I'm not too worried. Yeah. Uh, some other notes from the game. Uh, everybody's talking about how they really liked Westbrook's effort on both sides of the ball that game. 
People are really, and then uh, Stephen Adams shut down Jokic, just absolutely shut him down. So that's encouraging seeing Adams really nailing down that uh, defensive anchor. And then George yeah. got it really going in that fourth quarter. They kind of started to give up the lead, and then George hit just three or four threes to really ice that game. Yeah, George. They they put George out there with kind of our shrubs, and he played really really well. He was taking some really dumb shots in that game, which is very un Paul George like. Yeah, because he's he's pretty known That's for what everybody's taking, been talking about taking smart ish shots, but he's been, he's been taking like some Carmelo Anthony style shots, and they were just Car- weird. Carmelo, stop rubbing off on him. <laughs> yeah, really. Like I don't know, they were just really weird shots for him to be taking, and he was not hitting them at a high percentage. But he did kind of go out and and was hitting threes pretty well. But I will go back to the Stephen Adams thing. I think honestly. Um, from this preseason, what I've seen that's um, encouraged me the most was the Stephen Adams play, just yeah. because of how defensive-minded he's been and how solid he's been to not only help Westbrook, but actually help him in Paul George's pick-and-roll game is awesome. Like, they've been playing really well. Uh, even Carmelo and him have been, uh, you know, picking up passes and stuff. They've yeah. been playing really well. So he's been my, my main solid thing for he, this postseason, or preseason. That makes you know, last year everybody was really disappointed in Steve Adams' play because you know we saw him just take it, take his game to a whole nother le- level in the playoffs in 2016. You know, he just wasn't that player last year really at all. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm. I mean, and so far this preseason, he's looked really good. He's made some really good passes as addition to you know doing what everybody's expecting him to do: catch lobs and uh, get rebounds and play some really solid defense. One of the best def- Maybe one of the best defensive centers in the league. Probably. And I think not having Enos Kanter, which that does hurt us on the offensive end, but I think not having him kind of gives Steven Adams more of an incentive to try and do better just because he kind of is our only big man yeah, on the team other really. than you know Patrick Patterson who was hurt and our Nick Collison. Nick Collison's not playing much at all this year. Uh, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, you never know. He you could end know. up starting halfway through the season. He could. When we're really bad. Uh, who knows? All right. So, Shaden, what are your ex- what are your expectations for the Thunder this year? Um, my expectations. I'm not going to set my expectations too high. I think we will. We kind of did our Western Conference um, where we think they'd stand last week, and I think I said. Uh, I actually think I said two. You said two. I'm pretty sure I said the three seed. I've got it written down somewhere. I said two, but I also said that those like four right there would all have almost identical records. Um, So I'm not going to say, you know, they're going to be just this absolutely amazing incredible team. I think it's going to take a while, like maybe even half the season to really buff out those those issues that we have in the team. But I think after a while we could be really, really good. Are we good enough to be the Warriors? Uh, right now, I say no. Yeah, but you never know what's gonna happen. My boy Paul Pierce says we're gonna win the championship. Although he also said he would take Andre Drummond above Anthony Davis. So we're we're gonna we're gonna see how what Paul Pierce's predictions do for us. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna set the bar too high for us just because um, you know super teams have crashed and failed in the past. With you know Dwight Howard, uh, Kobe Bryant team, the, all that the stuff. One. And um. So it's it's happened where everyone has high expectations and it all fails. So I'm not getting super hyped. I mean, of course I'm hyped. We got all these guys on our team, but I'm not gonna say we're gonna win the championship yeah. or be the greatest team of all time. I, th- I say for this season to be like a successful season, and this is what I kind of expect. I think this team has the talent to get to the Western Conference Finals and take and challenge Golden State. You know, go to six games. Six. I think six games is not. Should not be too hard of a well. I mean, I mean, it's still it's hard, 
But I think that you know that's my expectations that this team should at least could take the Golden State Warriors to six. Yeah. Um, um, I agree with you. I, th- I think if we really mesh well together and um, Carmelo Anthony and just not take so many stupid shots, which I think is going to be our worst enemy this year, yeah. is just taking really dumb shots. But if we can fight that, I totally agree with you that we should be able to take them to six games easily. But the Warriors, man, like yeah. you just never know what's going to happen. Just every team is trying to get better than the Warriors, and it's it's almost impossible. It's yeah. really sad. But we'll see what happens. I'm right. excited for this season. Shane, this is, this is a question that I have no answer for. Okay. But I think you're probably going to have a good answer for this. At the end of the season, what will, like, percentage-wise, what will the shot distribution in crunch time? So last two minutes of the game, which player is taking the most shots? Well, all three of these players are not very good crunch time shooters. Um, Wait, uh, Carmelo's a good crunch time shooter, isn't he? Last season he wasn't. Well, over in, his in, career, in, though. And then Westbrook was, career, great, or Westbrook was a great closer this year. Westbrook was fifth in the league in, in missed closed shots. He was, like, one of the worst. He was one of the worst. Paul George was the worst, and Carmelo was, like, second. Mm. Like, all three of us were just terrible in crunch time shots. And so, uh, I say us. Um, I think... We will be better just because Paul George won't be taking them. <laughs> well, you gotta look at it. All three of them are playing for pretty bad teams, and where defenses in those last two minutes could just gang up on uh, Westbrook and George and Carmelo on their respective teams. That's true. And so, like, it was and dare them to make how another player make a play. That's true. And and but but if you look the at the time, percentages, yeah, it's bad. We haven't seen it. So that's what I'm saying. We haven't seen Paul George or Russell Westbrook hit these. I mean, we've seen him hit these crazy shots, but we haven't seen them do it at a high percentage yet. And that's why I'm kind of saying um, I do think it'll be better just because we have three guys who can hit the shot, three superstars, and people are going to be focused on all three. Like, no one's going to know who's going to take the shot. Right. But I think, in my opinion, what the Thunder is going to be doing is, is for at least the first half of the season, they're going to be looking for mellow. Whenever, if that time happens, yeah. I think Carmelo is going to be the guy they're going to try and get the ball to, just because of his history and kind of his like veteran knowledge of what he needs to do to hit that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Melo has the most clutch gene in between all three of them. Um, so I would definitely say they're going to try and give it to him. But honestly, after a few weeks and stuff, I could see it being pretty even. Like really? whoever gets the ball, whoever's open is taking the shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to try and do whatever they can to get each other open. Yeah. So I think that'll that be That is something that from the, this preseason is everybody seems to be very willing to pass and very willing to get the others involved. That's been... Which is something I'm really excited about. Um, Carmelo Anthony has been really good with that. It, which kind of... He was the one guy who kind of worried me, but he's been... He, he had a really... Um, which I... This is just one play, so I know it doesn't matter, but he had a really sick pick-and-roll play with Adams. And I was, and I mean, that made me excited. It's still, I mean, it is the preseason, but you know, it's got to be you know middle of the season. Maybe they're not doing that hot. Is are things going to really come at, be ironed out to where they still stick to the? I need to pass. I need. I, I can't play hero ball all this time. I think so. it's going to be interesting to see that. It will be interesting, and I think I think all three of those guys are willing to listen to a Billy Donovan kind of play. Yeah. And uh, and really sacrifice a lot because all three of them are going to have to sacrifice a lot of their numbers. To let's be real, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they they roll with that. First few weeks are gonna be rough, but I think it'll be better. All right, so moving on from the thunder stuff, Shaden, some really big news happened, and um, 
the All Star format has changed up. What do you th- What do you think? You are a huge fan of it. I am. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it too. I think it's going to make for some great storylines. I've been I've been actually like we talked about this before this even happened that I kind of like we we joked around like maybe saying this is how it would be. Um, and I really like the idea, and I think it's a really smart idea for them just because of how kind of unfair the conferences are. Um, correct me on this. It is still like it's still like what the top twelve or something players from each side. Yeah, it's it's like yes, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's it's. I think it's gonna be you know they it's the top twelve or whatever, and then the the whoever gets the most votes at each conference becomes like captain number one, yeah. captain number two. So it's it's probably gonna be. Steph and LeBron. It probably will be. Um, but I really like the idea. I think that really helps. I think it's going to be, you know, I think the last, like, ten players are going to be all Eastern players. Yeah. <laughs> but I am I think that's a great idea. I kind of wish it would just be straight. Um, I, I don't know. I The whole voting system, like fan votes, because they're still going to do the fan votes for each, each thing – Really kind of annoys me just because, you know, there's going to be fans who are going to vote for players. Like, Zaza Pachulia was, like, third in votes, like, two years ago. Yeah. And last year or something like that. Um, so, I still think the whole fan vote, which is cool, gets the fans involved. But I'm not a huge fan of it. I would love to see, like, coaches do it. Like, two, I, I, two I, I coaches. Want, I want to see players do it. I think that'd be the coolest. Players vote for people? Yeah, they can't vote for themselves. And maybe they can't vote for, who, for like people on their team. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be kind of cool. Which they do do a player vote. And they do a coach's vote. Which, um, But but they kind of get rivaled out with the fan vote. And um, that's kind of strange to me. But I think the way they're doing it this year is the correct way they should be doing it. To where they still have even on each conference and, so, and vote for everybody. Like, what, how, do, how do you think it's going to go down? Do you think they're just going to like submit their team to eat to the – like they're going to make – they're going to do it off camera? Or do you think it's going to be like – the game is gonna start like tip off. They, they LeBron and Steph trot out there and they just pick the team and then they go play. Like that would be that's what the way I want it to happen. Like they 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 can do their intro like these are all the players and then the camera pans out and they've got they line up everybody and it's just Steph and LeBron picking their team. Like that like would right be, before the game. Like like, the, like yeah like so you know every year they do they they introduce everybody like Drake some idiot someone gets up there. I don't yeah. like Drake by the way. Anyway. Um, like that's our podcast. You know that everybody. <laughs> we don't like Drake. I don't like Drake. He's odd. Drake and Josh is cool, but Drake the rapper, I don't really care for. Dude, Drake and Josh rocks. Anyway, um, so yeah, like you know, they do their introductions and they have all the pizzazz and they all that kind of stuff. But then they they just line up everybody, like playground style, and they have LeBron and Steph. You know, whoever's the it probably will be LeBron and Steph. They just stand there and they pick out their team and then they go play. Like, that would be so cool. I would actually really like that, too. I don't think they will do that just because they always do, like, the big, you know, all-star practices that you can watch. Because I'm, like, one of, like, the five people on the planet that actually watches. Yeah. Um, But they do those, and I think they will give them time to repair. But I I will say I think they're going to do kind of a show kind of thing, like on TNT or something, like, where they'll have, um, maybe not have all the players set up just because, you know, people are playing games, but maybe get, like, the two captains together and have the two captains, like, do a show of them picking. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it right before the game. I mean, they might. I just, I really don't see it happening. I think they, I hope that they do that. I don't think, I think, I'm with you. I don't think they will. A show like you're talking about would probably be what they do because they can pump out more money that way. They can. And then they also, I mean, that but gives them time to prepare. If I was Adam Silver, that's the way I would do it. That'd be so cool. That would be really cool. I, I would, I would not be sad if they did that. I just don't think it will happen, but it'd be cool. Also, 
Uh, Adam Silver announced that the playoff format change is probably on the horizon. Won't happen this year, no. but possibly next year, the year after. Um, basically, just doing what everybody's been wanting to happen for since the Easter Conference just fell off the face of the earth and been awful for the last like Even, ten years. The, it's been the people have been complaining about this since like the eighties. Yeah, yeah the, this whole situation. Well, I, I'll let you explain what it is. Bas- basically, you know, top sixteen teams, regardless of conference, they get they just do away with the conferences. Yes, yes. Um, um, I am, I am probably, wh- I am probably the biggest fan of all time for this. I think this is a. F- awesome thing i've wanted this to happen so much because every single year since i've been an nba fan there's always either a team in the west or in the east like there's those teams who are really good who don't make the playoffs and then there's those crap teams in the other conference that make the playoffs that totally don't yeah, deserve they to have borderline losing records and that tough. and that really like that's always upset me and so i the idea of doing a top 16 team in the nba i love I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And so if they do end up doing that, I'm all for it. Especially at this time, like you were saying, this is literally the most, the probably the worst the NBA's ever been. Lops, and, it's been and so how, lopsided. Yeah, how lopsided everything's been. But I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I like it. What do you think about it? I'm I'm in I'm in favor of it. I've been in favor. I think I'm I'm for it for I've been for it for a while too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting to see like. I feel really bad for that 16 seed, though. Yeah. <laughs> the 16 seed versus the 1 seed. Yeah. That's going to be freaking awesome. But think about a 16 seed um, upsetting a 1 seed. Because you know eventually, if the NBA does kind of transition into that, you eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. That would be the coolest thing ever has for a, that has a one? Seed. No, has a has a 8 seed ever beat a 1 seed? Oh, yeah. It's happened, like, it's happened a lot. It happened uh, to the Spurs got beat. The Spurs were one seed. They got beat by the uh, I don't remember what the team was, but that only happened not super long ago. And then, of course, the infamous um, Seattle SuperSonics got beat by the first seed. Seattle SuperSonics in the nineties got beat by the Denver Nuggets. Nice, who were eight seed, and they were the Denver Nuggets were down three one, and they came back and beat the first seed. It was cool. Like it's like the the famous Dikembe Mutombo where he's like holding the basketball and like like crying looking while he's laying on the court i don't yeah. know if you ever seen that picture but uh that's what that's from it's like nice. one of the most famous basketball i, I didn't time. i don't think i've ever seen that picture it's awesome all right shaden let's finish up with some individual player award predictions and i just realized i spelled individual wrong anyway oh my gosh <clears throat> i didn't even notice <laughs> anyway i just saw it anyway so individual player award predictions for my mvp i'm gonna go with I'm going to go with a Mr. LeBron James this year. Um, I think he's going to be doing a lot for that team. Um, and it's got to be a year that they have a lot to prove. I think LeBron James wins it. LeBron James is always a respectful answer. My MVP, uh, i got to go with James Harden. James Harden? The reason I say James Harden is just because he, he honestly had a way over an MVP season last year. Just Russell Westbrook had like the most crazy NBA season of all one time. One of the greatest individual seasons ever. Pro- probably the greatest. Like, probably. if you think of statistically. Yeah. Um, but James Harden, the past, what, the past, uh, this season, and then uh, when Steph Curry won his first MVP, I don't know if you remember that, James Harden was probably should have won that one too, in my opinion. Um, so I think this is finally his year. I think Russell Westbrook's numbers are going to go way down. Of course, Steph is still being canceled out by Kevin. Um, and he does have a... a a Chris Paul, but I don't think that's going to affect him. I think he's going to put up the same numbers he did last year, and I think that's why I got him for MVP. Okay, uh, most improved player. A lot of people are picking Jokic. 
I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. I think he pl- maybe can play at least 75 games this year. Can jo- does Joel Embiid count as a uh, most improved? Oh, you said most improved. I thought you said rookie. No, I was no, like, no, wait, no, what? No, no. Most improved. Most improved. My bad. Most improved, I think, because he'll finally maybe get to play at least 70, 75 games this year. Hopefully. If he does that, you know, then, then I say most improved because he can really go out there and prove he deserves that humongous contract he got. And then, yeah. you know, he's one of the best centers in the league. Maybe maybe the best. Who he, knows? He shut down Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. That was which, hilarious. Which was crazy. But uh, going back to the MVP thing, wouldn't it be crazy if James Harden wins MVP, though? The, the Our three guys would have won an MVP. Be, All won an MVP. If it happens, it's going to be an insane thing. Like... That's just that we had the Thunder at one point in time had three MVPs on the same. Team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, anyways, my most improved player. I, I'm gonna um, go with Brandon Ingram. I think okay. I think Ingram. I know this is only his second season, but last season he was so non-existent, and I think this season he's got the starting role. Um, I think they're gonna be using him a lot more, and I think playing with Alonzo Ball is really gonna help him. And I think he's gonna surprise a lot of people this year because a lot of people are still kind of considering Brandon Ingram as a bust, mm-hmm. which he wasn't great last year, and he didn't really do much. But that's because he never really saw the core that often, the court. So I'm interested to see what he brings to the table, and that's why I'm gonna say him. Sixth man of the year, I'm gonna go Eric Gordon. I got, yeah, it. Just, I got, I got Eric Gordon. Gordon too. I mean, you can't really go against him. He was ridiculous in the preseason. He is my favorite person of all time yeah so let's go for it uh how old is eric gordon like 80 <sighs> something he's in his 30s um, right i think i think he's in his 30s he's gotta be uh defensive player of the year i'm gonna go with i'm all right i'm gonna go with rudy gobert especially i'm gonna go with that one that's a really good one i didn't even think about rudy uh i really like rudy and i want i want to say rudy but i'm i'm gonna have to go with draymond again just draymond. because i think draymond brings a little bit more to the table whereas rudy is like in the paint is probably in my opinion, I think Rudy Gobert is the best paint defender in the league. But I think at the size of Draymond Green and what all he can do, he's just ridiculous. So I'm gonna say Draymond. Who, who wins won it again. last year? Was it Draymond? Draymond won it. Yeah, it was Draymond, and then I believe it was uh, uh, Kawhi twice in a row. So it was Kawhi, Kawhi, Draymond, and I'm gonna say Draymond wins it again this year. Okay. Uh, all right, rookie of the year. Do you even have to ask me that question? You're gonna say Lonzo Ball. Of course, I'm gonna say Lonzo Ball. <laughs> He's the greatest. Hopefully, if he can stay healthy. I don't know who I want to go with. I'm going to go with uh, Mitchell Donovan. Mitchell Donovan? Yeah. I think he plays for the the Jazz, right? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. That's what his name is. Donovan Mitchell. Right? Maybe. Trying to remember it. I know my stuff. Well, Donovan... um, well, while you're looking that up, if I didn't say Lonzo Ball, I have Jason Tatum at a close second. Just yeah, because Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum has played ridiculously well mm-hmm. in this preseason, and I think he will get a lot more playing time for the Celtics this season than a lot of people think he will. So if I didn't say Lonzo, I'm going to say him, or I'm going to say Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Because I think Ben Simmons is going to be really crazy. What do you think about what about uh, Mar- Mar- Marshall Fultz? Markel Fultz. I think Markel Fultz will have a really a decent season, but I don't think he's going to have a a first uh, pick. Okay, this is totally season. off the ch- Who is the third best player on that team? On the 76ers? Yeah, so is it is third one, best player on one team? We, we we both agree Embiid? No, I think Ben is. Really? I really do think Ben Simmons is the best player on that team. Okay. If you look at the way he plays, that dude is honest to god the next LeBron James. He's he is crazy. Mm. If you look how he plays and the way he has court vision, how big he is, he's going to be good one day. 
Okay. So I'm going to say him, but I will say Embiid is a close second. And then for right Fultz, now, Fultz is probably the third. Uh, no, dude, a Darsic, Darcio. How do you say his name? Dar- whatever it is. That guy. Dude, he's good. He had 20 points. He had like what, 20 and 12 or something off the bench the other night in like 15 minutes. Hmm. He's really, really good. Really? He sh- in my opinion, he should have won Rookie of the Year last year, but he didn't. Who won it last year? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, Brogdon. Yeah. So, I, but he, I think, is their third best player. I think Markel will eventually get to that level, but right now, I think he's just too young. And I really, he's good, but I think that team has so much intense talent that everyone's so focused on. I think he's going to be so overshadowed that no one's even going to, people are just going to kind of forget about him this year, which is kind of sad. Because they basically have like two, two basically um, first picks this season, which is going to be really interesting. But, anyways, that's 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 what I got. I'm going to say Lonzo. Okay, and I said who did I say? You said some dude for the Jazz. Oh, oh yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I'm totally, uh, totally think he's going to do it. He's been impressing a lot of people for the Jazz. He was the 13th pick. I think there's a chance. He's he's a he's an outlier. Okay. Yeah. I my pick last year did not go, come through because Chris Dunn sucked, but this year I'm gonna get it right. Dude, Chris Dunn is like out for like the whole season basically. Yeah. It's really sad. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did I say would win last year? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, I think I said I Ingram. Think, if, I think I said Brandon Ingram, did. didn't I? I don't remember. I, sure I think I, I said that Ben. No, I think I said. Last year I, th- I said Ben Simmons would win it, but I thought that Chris Dunn would deserve it, and Chris Dunn sucked, and Ben and Ben Simmons got hurt. So yeah. I'm sorry in advance, Donovan Mitchell, if I screwed you over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's it, Shaden. Is that the whole podcast? That's yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. We just the NBA season actually starts tomorrow, so we wanted to kind of knock this one out right before the season started. See Knock what- it out of the park. Yeah, there you go. Knock it apart. See Thunder play how Thursday. Thunder do. Thunder do play Thursday. We will have a podcast hopefully out for you. This is going to be kind of a strange week, and I have to be out of town for a little while, but we'll figure it out. Hopefully, we'll get one out pretty soon. Talk just, about the Thunder's I'll, first game. We'll just game replace and... you with Corey this weekend. That's perfect. There we go. Corey knows way more <laughs> about that than I do. All right, Corey's so, our roommate, and he no, um, he thinks Shaq's the greatest player of all time. Anyway, Shaq's the only NBA player he knows. Anyway, uh, <laughs> follow the Ocast at the on Twitter at oh, the Ocali Ocast. Follow us on Twitter at Slim Basketball Slim. Excuse me, excuse me, at Slim underscore Basketball. We tweet out the podcast links, all that kind of stuff. The Ocast tweets out all the different podcasts that OSU does. They're starting up a new podcast called uh, Your Walk to Class Show. It's going to be coming out daily. Calvin's on the ball with that. So, um, check, give it a ch- check it out, man. Yeah, I totally agree. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Slim Basketball Podcast, and we hope to catch y'all later.